0: In today's episode, we're sharing a presentation from Max Lacan 2020. Our originally scheduled Max Lacan speaker, Annika Godlewski, presented live to the Maximum Lawyer Guild community. And today we share her talk, Find Your Why. Let's get to it. I'm
1: Annika Godlewski. I've met a, a ton of you and I'm really excited. I was really bummed that we couldn't do this live in, um, in St. Louis, but um, at least I figured we could do it here. And I know that Everybody is really gonna miss each other, you know, and and I think there's been a little bit of chatter, like especially with next week coming up when we would have been in St. Louis, we're just like, oh, it's so it's such a bummer. But it's nice that you guys were willing to um, have us present electronically. That's that's really great.
0: Absolutely, so, I completely agree. It's gonna take a long time to get to next year, but we're already planning for it, so I'm excited. Yeah,
1: and it was nice because everything I think for the most part is just gonna seamlessly transfer. So
0: hopefully. It will so that'll work out. Absolutely. Take it away.
1: Yeah. So what I was planning on talking about in St. Louis was how to find your why. And I know that that's a really broad topic, but I think that it should be one of the, the cornerstones or one of the keystones of figuring out your the, the way that you want to market your practice. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard me say this before. My little shtick is that so many people would rather like they don't even want to hire an attorney. They they dread it because they would rather not have the problem that they have in the first place that requires them to need an attorney. So, I'm not going to go into the same old spiel that I always talk to people about about, you know, connecting with people before they even have a problem, showing them that you are the best option, all of those things. But sometimes, I mean, we all get that, that you should start marketing and start connecting even before somebody has an issue. But it's also important to figure out in those marketing messages why you do what you do, because that's one way that it's going to help you connect with those potential clients and help them also kind of understand what it is you do and how to explain to other people what you do, which makes it easier for referrals and stuff, because sometimes, you know, we have these happy clients and we have these people who would go to the ends of the earth for you as a lawyer, because you've solved their problem. You have changed their life. You've, you know, prevented them from serious, serious tragedy from their tragedies, extending the rest of their lives. They would love to send you referrals, but they don't really know what to say. All they know is like, call my guy or call my girl or call my lady. But if that person's like, well, what are they going to do for me? And you know, like what's the, what are the specific things that they're going to be able to help me with? It's sort of, there's, there's maybe like a little piece missing, right? Because they don't, they don't know exactly all they know is that the problem was solved. So I guess uh, that's a long winded way of introducing the what's your why. And it was really awesome because I did this exercise with Bill Umansky, which was anybody who knows Bill is, you know, he's hilarious. And I said, okay, well, let's just, let's just try this out. And I will say that in the guild, there are a, a series of videos that you can watch and it'll break all of this down. All these different questions are completely broken down. They have um, videos to go with each stage of figuring out your why, and then a worksheet that you can download too. So if it sounds like I'm jumping all over the place because let's face it, I do, you all know me, <laughs> feel free to go to the videos and you can get my full in order thing. But um, at, at its core, figuring out your why is what gets you out of bed in the morning, why you do what you do, and what makes you feel like you're the best option for your potential clients. And again, like it, it is a very broad topic, but if you can kind of narrow down what your passion is, it'll help you talk about your firm and not so much of a, I'm a lawyer and I can solve all your problems, but more like a, hey, I've been there. I've, dealt with crazy stressful situations too, and I want to prevent you from having to deal with the same thing. So the main, um, like the basic outline of figuring out your why is to do some exercises with yourself. I will, you know, I had all these like really cool like headings of which ones are which. So I'm gonna, I'll share my screen with you and you can see them because I'm finally getting a little bit better at PowerPoint. So I was so excited that they looked so good. But so the first question that I encourage people to ask is who's the real you, right? Who are you? And I'm not talking about what type of law you practice. I'm not talking about where you went to to law school. I'm not talking about, you know, I don't know, when your family came to the the United States. I'm talking like who are you when you're not in the office? What do you like to do? What are your hobbies? Maybe you are an avid uh, cyclist. Maybe you... And your family love to rock climb. Maybe you have a passion for volunteering, you know, who, who are you? If you didn't have to be at the office, what would you be and and time and money were no option or no, like no issue at all. What would you be doing with your life? And that kind of forces you to think about what your clients are also preferring to do. You know, like, do they enjoy spending time with their family the same way that you do? Do they like walking their dog? Do they enjoy you know, getting up early and watching the sunrise. I, I know it's quirky, but just write it, like write the answers down. You'll see it in the, in the, um, the, the little, the little course that's in, um, the Maximum Lawyer Guild, but who are you talk about all the different things that you enjoy doing? Okay. So the next one, people are like, okay, what, why, do, why do I have to, you know, figure out who I am? So hang on. Next one is why you chose to practice law. And sometimes, these, you know, this reason is going to be very closely aligned with what you are also passionate about, you know, what you're passionate about in your life. So, or maybe it could be uh, very closely related to something that has happened to you, um, or, you know, a big problem that you might have had. And actually, I'm wondering if when you're, the next question will also address this issue but but write down all the reasons why you like to help other people you know I know especially in this group that becoming a lawyer was not all because of the paycheck and you know whether or not you decided to go into a certain practice area because that's where you know that was a practice area that you were a law clerk in or maybe because you're in a family firm where that's what your parents did and you're taking over the firm but write down you know write down why you you chose to do what you do and, um, and also some of the things that bring you joy when the case is resolved, whether it's, you know, helping a mom get back on her feet after a nasty divorce or if it's helping somebody kind of get their life back after they were seriously hurt in a car accident and unable to work. So write that down and then we'll put it all together at the very end, I promise. And the fourth one is, or the third one is rather, how do you deal with stress? For me when I am super stressed out, I cannot sleep. I fall asleep and then I wake up, fall asleep, wake up, fall asleep, wake up. I try my best not to be impatient with my adorable 7-year-old who often seems to be the most needy when I am extra stressed. It's almost like he can feel it and and add, you know, sometimes it adds to it, but what do you do? Do you how do you cope? I mean, do you do you find yourself just kind of pulling back. Do you find yourself not really hanging out with your family as much? Do you find yourself working late, you know, unable to sleep, or maybe you are just, you know, short when you don't mean to be short, or maybe you tend to just not talk to anybody at all because you're just so lost in your own thoughts. Think about that. Think about what your your own reaction is to, to large amounts of stress. And... The next one is: Remember when you almost lost your belief? Uh, the story of the most stressful problem ever experienced. So I want you to then think about and write down a problem that was that seemed so insurmountable that you just didn't think that you were going to overcome it. And you know maybe it was something financial maybe it was losing a loved one, maybe it was a really bad diagnosis. You know, obviously we don't we don't like to think about those tragedies, but if we're going to try our best to connect with our clients and discuss and, and, and figure out what our why is and then communicate that to them, we have to remember that they are going through something really bad. Nine times out of ten, they're going through something really bad. So this is a good way to connect with that and to try to think of how they're thinking. So what is you know think of a problem that was really scary for you write it down um, and and try to think about also what the circumstances were that led up to that problem you know maybe in a maybe for a, a car accident right you have this horrible car accident and you the the beginning stages of it were that you didn't really think about the insurance coverage or you didn't really think about um, you know, you thought I'm invincible. Nobody's ever going to hit me. And then all of a sudden, the the car accident was a problem, of course. But even a bigger problem was that now you're dealing with all these insurance insurance companies, and you don't have enough coverage because you didn't even think about it. So, like, think about life before this big problem, and then how those how life before and maybe a decision or lack of decision caused extra problems later. Again, this is probably isn't going to make much sense as I go through it, but when we
0: put it together, you'll see. Hey guys, it's Becca here. I'm sure you've heard Jim and Tyson mention the guild on the podcast and in the Facebook group. That's because we're seeing some really exciting things happening with guild members and their businesses. The guild is this perfect mix of a community group coaching and a mastermind inside you'll gain support tap into a network of connections and continue learning a common theme among successful entrepreneurs. There are so many benefits inside the Guild, including weekly live events and discounts to all Maximum Lawyer events. Head over to MaximumLawyer.com forward slash the Guild to check out all of the benefits and watch a few testimonials from current members. Investing in a community is like the self-care of business ownership. Being in a community with other people who get it is crucial when you're creating a rock-solid foundation to build your business on. One that's strong enough to withstand setbacks, transitions, and growth. So head to MaximumLawyer.com and click on the Guild page to join us. Now, let's get back to the episode. Then I want you to think of how
1: that problem was resolved, right? How did you see the light at the end of the tunnel? Um, the feeling of having your stressful problem solved. What, how did you get there? What did, did, you receive help from a, a family member? Did you have to hire an attorney of your own? Did you have, um, I don't know, some, were you shown some grace by a company that really didn't have to do whatever it was that they did to help solve that problem? You know, with, what, what was the solution and how did it come about? And then how did you feel after you received that solution or after everything was, it was over? I mean, for me, you know, a lot of the crazy stuff that's happened even recently in my life. You know, when it's, when a problem is is finally solved and I don't have to think about it anymore, I feel like there is a huge weight lifted off my shoulders and I feel like I can breathe again and I feel like I can not cry at the, you know, Hallmark commercials that are on TV or I can, you know, not pick out a Mother's Day card without tearing up, you know, like silly stuff like that. But I know it sounds a little goofy to, to describe things in such mundane detail. But believe me, if you write it all down, it will, it will help you when we put it all together. And I can sleep again. So figure out what it is, you know, think about how you deal with stress. Think about a problem that caused you a lot of stress. Think about how you felt during that problem and, and how you were able to resolve it and then how you felt afterward. And another thing that I think is important, again, it's mentioned in the courses is when you're figuring out, when you're, when you're identifying what the solution was and who it was that helped you, how did you feel toward that person or that company? Did you want to say thank you, write a thank you card? Did you want to give a good testimonial? Did you want to give them a hug? Did you want to, you know, like sing from the rooftops their name and tell everybody around you about them? Um, chances are that you are so relieved and you're so thankful that the problem was solved that you want to do something anything to show your appreciation for them and then also how to give other people dealing with the same problem that you did the gift of having that other person as a solution so you you're really you know probably chomping at the bit to make the referral so when we put this all together and again there's a worksheet so i keep saying that but you know i always get nervous something these things so whatever um you're going to end up with kind of a, a, a story, if you will, of, hey, I know what it's like to be stressed. When I'm stressed and when I'm scared and when I'm worried, I'm not able to eat and I'm not able to sleep and I'm impatient with my kids. Especially, you know, I can remember this one time where I just, I thought, well, here, I'll give you a good example and I don't think I, I don't know how not a lot of people know this, but my husband used to own a motorcycle or a motorsports shop. And in 2014, he had a really bad falling out with his business partner. His business partner um, stole a bunch of inventory and shut the doors and locked. Just it, it was a it was a bad situation. And my husband had to file bankruptcy, and it was terrifying because he had put his heart and his soul his heart and soul into that place. And you know for the past 8 years we had an 18 month old baby at home and i was scared shitless terrified and i didn't i really didn't think that we were going to get you know figure out a way to overcome it we had only been married for a few years and you know it's it that's tough as it is and i was really i was really scared and luckily you know there there was a great attorney who was able to walk us through everything and make sure that we didn't you know lose everything but after it was over and after um, my husband went back to work and, and blessing in disguise that that happened because life is so much better now, especially for my husband than it was with that company. Anyway, I felt a lot of relief, right? So how do you feel when you're stressed? What is a problem that you can think of that caused you the most stress you've ever felt in your life? What was the resolution and how did you feel when it was over? And, um, you know, how did what did you want to do to thank or recognize that person that helped you? I mean, the attorney that was in our corner when he was walking my husband and kind of me through everything, it was mostly him, but we were so grateful. And I was grateful because he was able to figure out everything and help us in such a way that it didn't, it didn't ruin my life. Like, he, I was able to separate, he was able to separate everything, like my own personal things from what Brian had going on because it, it was for a business. But, you know, if we wouldn't have had somebody who was so um, diligent in, in trying to preserve our, our family's being, then, you know, maybe the outcome wouldn't have been the same way. So, you know, we like to thank that guy, leave him a good testimonial and, you know, recommend him to other people. So when you look at all of this and compare it or, or merge it with why you decided to go into the practice area that you did. Even if the reason that you went into the practice area that you did doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the story of your stress. Like for instance, let's pretend that I'm a lawyer and my story of why I decided to become a divorce attorney has nothing to do with my big stressful bankruptcy problem. Right. But you can still make a connection between the feelings that people are feeling and when you put it all together and you kind of um, simplify it into something like, I'm an attorney because I want to help other people eliminate some of the same stresses that I dealt with over the course of, you know, over however many years ago, when you can figure out a nice phrase of how to say it, then when you are talking to a neighbor or the mailman or, you know, a friend of a friend at a party and they're like, what do you do? Instead of just saying, Oh, I'm an attorney. And have that be kind of a forgetful answer, you know, people are like, okay, great, you're an attorney. Instead, you have something to talk about and say, like, look, I don't ever want anybody to feel the same stress that I had. And I remember, and you don't have to go into specifics. Do I tell the story about how my husband had to file bankruptcy to everybody in me? No, of course I don't. And I mean, this is a very small group, so I feel comfortable saying that because I, you know, love and trust so many of you guys. But Showing that um, human side of yourself that you aren't just some attorney who's amazing and can solve everybody's problems, you know, showing that you do have a human side is what is relatable and what's memorable about you. And, you know, figuring out your why is also, it, it can translate into other aspects of your firm instead of just marketing. For instance, I went down to a law firm in South Carolina and I spent three days with them it was, it had started off as a question about, you know, just marketing consulting, but then it kind of morphed into all of these other tweaks and all of these other improvements that could be made in the firm based on their why, right? So if the attorney's why is to serve his community and to help give his clients kind of, you know, the, the peace of mind, knowing that even though they they committed a crime, or even though they got in a really bad car accident, he was mostly criminal defense and and personal injury, that he wanted to be that solution for them. And he wanted to be able to lift people up and realize that their lives can go on after something bad like that happens. Then what does it take? If that's the why, then what does it take to communicate that to the client? You have to be able to look at your firm and make sure that all the different steps that you're taking in your firm are matching that why. So for instance, um, like the intake process, right? We were able to tweak the intake process and realize that there were a couple things that were being left out just because nobody had really, nobody had really thought about it. So it wasn't that they were doing anything bad. But when you're like, look, if I want these people to be so comfortable and so uh, confident, knowing that we will be able to take care of their solution because I was in their shoes once and I don't ever want anybody else to deal with the same problem or stress that I did, then in the intake process, we can use specific language that reiterates that. Like, you know what? I'm so glad I'm so glad you called us. You found the right place. Or you know what? The attorney has gone through something just like that and you are probably so stressed out. I remember when, and again, in intake, I know that time is of the essence, so you don't have to necessarily go, this is kind of a a weird example, because you can't always go into this long, long spiel when you're on the phone and trying to sell somebody. But, you know, how would you feel if you call up a firm, and the intake person is, is like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that you found us, because my boss has gone through the same exact thing. And he used to tell me all the time, When he was dealing with, you know, a DUI that was like, he should have never gotten it. And he was terrified of losing uh, his nursing license. He was stressed out. You must be feeling so stressed out. You must be completely unable to sleep. It creates that bond with people almost immediately instead of what's your name, what's your address, what's your phone number. And we have a $250 uh, uh, consultation fee. Who would you, who would you rather talk to? You know, somebody who who already seems to get you, a complete stranger seems to get you or somebody who's just like, you know, going through the motions of wanting to sign you up. So I know that this this is kind of, a, it, it definitely will take a little bit more work, right? Than just uh, 10 minutes of writing all this stuff down. But even if you have 10 minutes, just, you know, go through the exercises. And I think it'll help you discover a lot about yourself that will then give you the confidence to explain it Like the more you practice it, the more you'll be able to explain to other people, you know, hey, this is what I, this is why I do what I do. And and these are the feelings that I had when I was in your shoes. So not only will that be able, like that ability to communicate your why help with potential clients, but I mean, for this firm down in South Carolina, it was, it was able to connect this guy to his staff too, because the staff, you know, it's easy for a staff member to, see this attorney as, you know, the guy who signs their paycheck and the guy who tells them what to do and the guy who, you know, has all these rules. But if they really understand the reason that you do get out of bed every morning, then they're going to share with you the reason that they get out of bed every morning. And the more that you can do to understand that and the more that they understand you, the more cohesive the firm is going to be and the more communication that you guys will have. And I mean, really, the more cohesiveness you'll be able to show the clients and, and something that the clients will look at and appreciate because it seems like you guys, and, and it will cause you to be a real team and that way everybody's on the same page. So potential clients, figuring out your why will help um, potential clients understand what you know why you do what you do. It'll help your employees figure out why you do what you do and, and kind of get them more invested in, in the firm and wanting to do a good job to, to fit that why. And then um, third, like I touched on before, It'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to help referral sources and you'll be able to really, you know, explain to them, explain to your clients exactly why you did it. But then also, I mean, again, if somebody's going to refer you, refer their friends to you, they don't care about the nitty gritty of they order my medical records, you know, every 30 days and they, you know, send the letter to the insurance company. They don't care about the logistics, but they do care about sending their friends and family to somebody who who gives a shit really? And what better way to show somebody that you give your shit, give a shit than to be able to explain why you do what you do, but in an emotional and human way. So I think I think that might be it.
0: That was so good. So I have not viewed your videos in the Kajabi membership, but I, what I liked about that was, okay, so they're going to do their why and that's great. And they might've thought, and then that's it. But what I love is you're like, no, then there are these offices making changes based on what they're finding with their why. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and, and I, again, it doesn't, have to, it doesn't have to be like this highlight of, oh my gosh, these are 60 things that we're doing wrong. I'm talking like you can look at every single process in your firm. I mean, I'm talking from marketing all the way to two years out of settlement, settlement or resolution, right? But if you look at every single step and even if it is something as mundane as following up on medical records, right? You have to call a facility and find out where these records are. That's a step of the process for a personal injury case. If you say, okay, I'm the medical records person. Why does my boss do what he does? He, because he wants people to f- have resolution. He wants, he doesn't want people to suffer because he knows what it was like watching his, his mom in a car accident, right? So when this medical records person is on the phone with the person, if the why is to help other people so that they don't have to suffer anymore and so that they can get a resolution in a kind way, then, and that has been communicated to the employees, you can integrate that, that feeling and that, that phrasing right in the way that she asks for the medical records update. Hey, this is Annika, I'm calling from you know, Smith Law Firm and I'm just checking up on those records. I know that it's probably annoying to you know have to deal with all these requests but we just we really want this client to not suffer anymore and they've gone through so much so is there anything that you might be able to let me know about when it you know when they might arrive so humanizing that right and and showing the client showing that the why behind why you want those records is at the core to help the client get better that person is going to be so much more likely to actually grab the file and look it up and, and get those records out to you faster than, uh, yeah, we ordered those records 30 days ago. Where are they? You know? I mean, it's just, it's like, it doesn't, and it doesn't seem like it would make that much of a difference, but think about all the different people that you have to talk to every day. And you can remember, you remember the pleasant, you don't really remember the pleasant ones as much as you remember the jerks, but it's just, it's refreshing. You know, it's refreshing when you're like, oh, because it's, that's, and that's also as a side note, I think that that's why everyone has, has been having such a hard time with this COVID stuff and all of the isolation. I mean, I really, really struggled with it. When I went out on my own and I was working from home, I mean, I wasn't seeing anybody for, for days. And I didn't realize how much of a, an emotional toll that takes, on, on your psyche, right? Because humans are, they, they are born to be able to connect with other humans and make eye contact and hear good inflections in people's voices and have like really meaningful conversation or meaningful connections. So if you can take just a sliver of that humanity, even on the most mundane thing of checking up on medical records, then think of all the, you know, you're, you will quickly get the reputation for being a pleasant firm to work with. I don't know. So just just try it. I mean, go through all the different things. And, and I'm telling you, it's not and it's not just some Oh, you know, another one of these community marketing. Annika talks about community marketing. It's a feel good thing. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be about rosy colored glasses and Kumbaya. it's like these 60 things that we came up with this that, that I, You know, together we came up for this firm. I mean, these are tiny tweaks that equate to dollars. Right. So, I mean, if it's going to increase refer- referrals, if it's going to speed up the time it takes to settle a case, if it can affect the relationship or, you know, the rapport that you have with an insurance adjuster, causing that, which could cause them to give you a higher settlement offer, or if it could make a client, you know, you going the extra mile for the client because of your why and explaining that why and making them over the moon happy which will again, return, turn into either a repeat, a repeat client or a referral that all equals dollars. So yeah, it's kind of sappy, but it will make you money too, which is at the end of the day, why everybody's in business. So I don't know. It just, I hope you try it. It'll work.
0: Absolutely. That's awesome. I think in, you know, say a week or two, we should check in with the group too and see, you know, who's watched this video, who's hopped into Kajabi and done it and maybe even chat about what they found or maybe changes they're going to make too. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think Bill has a a podcast coming out soon with us doing this exercise for him and it'll be really funny. So you guys have to make sure. Uh, The Lawman, I think he calls it the Lawman podcast, but I don't know. Look for it. It's on Facebook somewhere, but it's, it'll be pretty funny. And we should link it up too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And bye everyone. Thanks, Becca. Bye. Thank you.